You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from Christmas mass to tapping dad ass. With over 4.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the rear admiral of Tangents, Ron Babcock. I'm going to tip you so hard, Maddox. Welcome back, deputy moderator, Dreadmir. Hey, what's up? I'm not going to do that. So. And moderator in training, TJ Peters. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to the show. Guys, exciting episode this week. I just got back from Florida where I went to Playlist Live, and I'm going to talk about that because I stayed an extra day. That was in Orlando, Florida. But we should also talk about the debate this week, which is what's the most bullshit-ass hobby for your bullshit-ass life? (laughs) We got got a great debate this week, but I should reintroduce our guests this week. We've got TJ Peters returning guest. TJ, welcome to the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dreadmere, welcome back, Dreadmere. And Dreadmere, I should you. say, I always save the voicemails for you so you Good. can be here to respond. Yeah. I, couldn't, I didn't even bring in all the voicemails for you. Like, so we'll wow. meet them out. He actually made that. you your own CD of voicemails yeah. that you yeah. can listen to while you're driving around town. Good. Yeah. That, wow. I didn't realize I've got such a fan base all of yeah. a sudden. You've got a fan. You, you have a base. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> it's more than some people can say, huh? Yeah. Uh, we, we have a lot, a packed show, a lot to cover here. We've got. I'm going to tell you guys about Orlando. We've got a fan gift. Aww. Yeah, from a from a longtime fan. We've got some quick news headlines at the tail end of the show. Your voicemails, a new Babcock tip, and we're going to have we're going to announce the winner potentially of the of last week's debate. So last week we had on J. Todd Anderson, the storyboard artist for the Big Lebowski. Oh, that guy was great. Yeah, oh, he was that was guest. really great. Such a, such a great interview. Such a great guest. He was the storyboard artist, and he's giving away one of his books. To the to a listener. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. We had them up, upload a review. Haiku. Yeah, haiku. Oh, yeah, nice. That's it. I narrowed it down to the ones I think that are, are potentials. So uh, all right, let's we'll do be, it. We'll be reading those a little bit later in the show. Uh, I'll also be reading your super chats in the chat room live. If you guys are watching on YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe. Hit that bell. You'll get those notifications in real time if you subscribe on YouTube. So you can watch this. We usually record on Saturdays live. So you can see all the uh, flubs and takeouts. Uh, we also got Taylor Nikolai in the chat room. He says, weird, I didn't get a notification on my phone for this. That is weird. Taylor, hit that bell. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe. Anyway, guys, we should get on. So I just got back from Playlist Live. Like I mentioned, it's VidCon of the East Coast. Now, mm-hmm. VidCon is kind of like a video convention. and it's That checks out. It's, yeah. weird. it's weird as hell. What's Playlist short for? It's also short for VidCon. Um, So so, uh, Playlist and VidCon are the weirdest fucking things. Ron, you've been to one, right? No, I only see your posts about them. And every time I just message you, I'm like, where are you right now? What is this thing? It feels like the, uh, you know, that Capital City and Hunger Games. Yeah, it's very bizarre. It's nothing but a sea of 14-year-old girls and like, (laughs) and floppy-haired British boys. And it's, it is like... (laughs) And their dad that sounded Maddox. so derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Maddox is here. <laughs> it is. It is. I am telling you, it is one. Y'all want to talk about Netscape Navigator? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a dab? <laughs> <laughs> do you, Just it, walking around is, in a constant dad. Yeah. Do, you, wow. do you feel like really old there? 
Um, I it's not my demo for sure. Like I I feel like do you wear a floppy haired British wig? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But I also do feel condescended to when I'm when I'm running around. But uh, and I'm telling you, this place is one scandal away from <laughs> from, from it being over for life. Like the whole place, it's just like nothing but unsupervised fourteen year old kids Which running parents around. Parents let them go to this. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's only like one parent walking around for every like five kids or something. I'm like, this is just a recipe. It's just like a, uh, what, what's it called? A, a Tinder? What, what's it called when, uh, um, you know, like like something that's explosive? An explosion. It's a t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this whole thing sounds Tinderbox. like Tinderbox. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a, a crime against humanity. Like oh, it's just it's well, what's bizarre. What is it? It's, it's so, just are, are all these kids like content creators and then they uh, yeah, all like some? Yeah. It's just the kind of thing where it's like convention floor. They're like booths, things that you go Maybe and like. Maybe we yeah, send yeah. Dreadmere in undercover. Because yeah. he looks like he could fit in. I mean, look at that baby face. Yeah, and I also disagree with all of this because I've I I I my fan base on Vine and Instagram is mostly like fourteen year old girls, and I like that because that's the most powerful fan base you could want. Like every <laughs> phenomenon in history, Michael Jackson, Twilight, Justin Bieber have all been fueled by teenage girls. One Direction, like they're the biggest things that everyone talks about. So like that's the fan base. Me personally, I think that you want because they're gonna die for you. Like they're gonna have pillowcases and poster. It's like your phone background. I see BTS, you know that k- Korean pop band. I see people with phone cases at Chick Fil A. Like girl, like they're just they're everywhere, dude. Like yeah, it's, it's so that's that's the that's the demo there. That's, that's right, yeah. going to these things, and then and then people like me, like the adults who are walking around like the industry level. Uh, and I was there to do a panel, and I did a talk, and it was like a very well received panel. And my manager came up to me, and he was like. Uh, you know, you know, there's you. You did really well, and I'm like, well, how? How? What's your tell? And it's when you say something, and the other panelists repeat what you just said. <laughs> he said, uh, okay. Every time you spoke, everyone just like that became the talking point. Um, we got a super chat from Apostolos for five euros. It says this tip is for Ron to throw away his teak mat and buy a real bathroom mat. How about what? that, Ron? I, I don't know what is wrong with yeah. you people wanting you to put your feet on disgusting, dirty bath mats rather than nice. Clean, sharp, teak. Sharp. It's a hard wood. Yeah, splintery. Yeah. Sharp looking. Oh, gotcha. Smooth teak. Yeah, and but what's going on underneath there this is, is the scary part. I like man. my teak like my lager. Smooth, okay? <laughs> that was the lamest thing I've ever heard. Shut the fuck up, Dreadmere. You're the one talking about, you gotta get that 14-year-old girls on your side, man. <laughs> they like your content, I'm just saying. They, and this is you auditioning for a brand opportunity. Now you just wait for the, the lager company, you know, emails to start pouring in. Oh, who, who wants who wants, who, wants it? who wants this sweet slogan I came up with? Case a lager comes with its own teak bath mat. Yeah. Oh, the box is made out of teak. And then uh, <laughs> I do love teak. Yeah. No, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I've still mean, been meaning to get a teak bath mat because I'm going to try it. I try all, um, most of Ron's tips. I think most of them I, I try. Uh-huh. And I got an update on your tongue scraper one uh, from last right. week and my uh, my little. Uh, I just I got an update on it as well. Okay, good, yeah. good. I'm, well, I'm we, ready. I can't wait to update each other. Good, we're gonna update the hell out of each other. Cool, cool. Looking forward <laughs> to that. 
oral hygiene buddies, you know? Yeah, we're, that's what that's that's what we like to be called, yeah, oral hygiene buddies. Yeah, the podcast has gotten pretty intense lately. Yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> we've really dived deep into oral hygiene. Like, <laughs> uh, Dominic Joseph in the chat room says, I can only imagine Dreadmere's voicemails after the 14-year-old take. And <laughs> Taylor Nikolai says, I've spoken at VidCon several times. I'm usually invited to speak at the grown-ups, uh, speak to the grown-ups upstairs. And then Taylor said the most Taylor Nikolai thing ever, which is, teenage fan bases are only useful if you can convert them, meaning, <laughs> meaning you need kids with wealthy parents. That's true. And I think if they're going to these fucking conventions, because... Yeah, they probably got some money. These conventions are expensive, but that's why I'm saying, like, like I'm glad that those people like me, because if I put out a t-shirt or or a wristband, like, I was selling wristbands for a while, they're the people that are going to buy it. Like, a bunch of middle-aged, you know, jaded... Fan base is not what I want. People who aren't going to. I don't. It's over by eight. We don't let, buy anything. <laughs> let's let's say Ron was my fan. I don't imagine he would have me as his background on his phone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. advertising me every time he opens it. Like, I mean, what are you talking about? Surprise. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm going to prove Dreadmere wrong. I'm going to say him as the background on my phone. How about that? Yeah, everybody proved me you. wrong. And, <laughs> see, it, yeah, and do that. But when uh, a 14-year-old girl does it, it's like fandom. When you do it, it's like the first step of the crime you're going to do. We got a uh, we got Dylan Avery in the chat room. Dylan and Kirk Wilcox. What up, Kirk? Man, but this is a, a packed house tonight. Uh, Kirk Wilcox says, why isn't Dreadmere wearing a leather jacket? Yeah, it's not leather Oh, today, it's not. Dreadmere. Yeah, it's yeah. just a regular old... So, I should talk about... So, I stayed an extra day in Orlando to check out Orlando. Because every time I travel a new place, I like to check it out. And I stayed there an extra day, and, and I thought... what did you find? Well, I was going to go to the uh, Holy Land Experience, which is a, th- a Christian theme park. I heard about that. I really wanted to go, but it was closed on Mondays. So, I went instead... Monday. Yeah, it's weird. I don't Sunday know. is it? Is open? The day Sunday's supposed to be closed. No, closed on Sundays too. Okay. Yeah, so I I couldn't check that out, but I really wanted to. Um, and then I I ended up going to Volcano Bay, which is at Universal Studios. It's a giant water park. Oh god, I love water parks so much. Yeah, and I started posting. So I went to this thing and I started posting pictures, and then I got a I got hit up from this uh, longtime fan follower of mine, and she was like, "Hey, I live twenty minutes away from this place." Um, and and she goes that. That place, when they were, it was under construction, caused so many accidents on the freeway because this is a giant fucking volcano of water. Whoa. Yeah, off the side of the freeway that you can see. So I go to this thing, and as a kid, you know, um, my, my uh, fuck-ass parents never took me to any water parks. So I'm like, okay. So th- as an adult, I'm super excited to go because I'm like, hey, cool. Bald 40-year-old man. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. I so- have a childhood. Yeah, I was so excited to go try this thing, and I go into the little gift shop and I asked the lady I'm like what's the best thing to uh, try do you have a giant onesie I could buy please <laughs> she's I forgot like, my bathing cap at home <laughs> yeah you have one of those old timey bathing suits where it's just like a strong man outfit <laughs> right. you Are look you like can't... a high school wrestler going down the water slide <laughs> nose and earplugs do, you, do you guys have any teak mats laid out after we get out of the pool <laughs> oh yeah it's the only way I can dry yeah. yeah so I go there and she's like there's two water slides that I recommend and they're underrated but they're so much fun she says the oh yeah and the oh no and i'm like well what's the difference she goes well the oh yeah is only a six foot pool and a three foot drop but the oh no is a six foot drop and a ten foot pool and i'm like well fuck it i'm trying the oh no and this is my first ever real like water slide as an adult uh-huh. and, and i don't think i've really done one as a kid either so i'm like well i'm gonna do this so i waited in line 10 minutes get Hero. up to the top yeah yeah talk to all the 14 year old <laughs> girls who are at a playlist live honestly it was like a, a higher um you know an older audience at the uh, the water park especially the day i went because it like there was a light sprinkling and that's the best day to go to a water park because sure. who cares you're yeah. already wet no one gives a shit only the hardcore water park heads are there when it's lightly sprinkling yeah 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 okay. and it was like it was perfect because it like cleared Clear up and shine it was, bro 
<laughs> <laughs> so there was hardly any weight on anything. So I go up there. I wait in line. I go down. He's like, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, of course I'm ready. I'm just going down this hole. What can I do? And so I go down the hole. And first of all, first thing I notice is those fuckers, they hurt. Uh, yeah. the seams where the yes. seams are, it's not that smooth, and it's like I feel like just a little bit of skin, like a like a millimeter of skin, I'm losing at every seam on this on this uh in this pipe. Finally, I get down to the to the end. I was not prepared to fall out of the the hole because I don't know how long it is or how windy it is or how slides work or so. <laughs> <laughs> You know, fuck you, Red Mare. Lot of Where did you think you were going to go? <laughs> I don't like the way you said that, slut. Uh, so... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a big fan of when men call other men sluts. Just, nobody sees it coming. Nope. <laughs> just popped into my head. Uh, so then I fell in, and I didn't like take a deep enough breath, so I fall deep into the water. Oh. And my eyes were shut, and I'm not... You know, so my eyes were shut, and I'm like disoriented. I'm like swimming and swimming, and I'm just waiting. You know, when I fall into water, when I dive, I just wait because you'll just rise to the top. So I'm just like kind of sitting there, like you know, just just kind of hanging around in the water. And after like 30 seconds, I'm still not above water, and I started panicking. And I'm like, oh my god, uh, what the hell? <laughs> this is how I, I die? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so this is the end. For the first time in my life, I opened my mouth and just started sucking water in. I'm oh, like, oh, no. that's it. This is it. This is how I'm gonna. Maddox is gonna die in a fucking water. Water park on his first, his first slide. Internet personality Maddox drowned to death after going down a water slide on his own accord. It was the oh no. Uh, so finally, I'm, I'm like panicking. I open my eyes and I see which way up is because they think I was like swimming downward or, or laterally. Oh, so I finally swim up and already most embarrassing thing like i'm i I can feel myself sweating in a pool which is just that panic takes over yeah yeah yeah. well this was embarrassment sweat um so i get up and the lifeguard is already in the water and he's got the little rafting everyone's like standing up looking around and i'm like he goes are you okay are you okay i'm like yeah i'm fine i I just i you know i got a little disoriented that's all and he's (laughs) like you sure you don't want this rafting and then uh, another lifeguard runs up to the side he goes Bro, can you swim? <laughs> <laughs> shot of this glare. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I can swim. Does it look like I can't swim? And then you immediately get defensive. Okay. You should have turned and went, oh, no, maybe I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, strong start to my first ever water did park you walk back into that? Uh, did you walk back into that store and talk to that woman? Like, let me tell you something about your recommendations. <laughs> They're completely on point. Very oh, yeah, underrated. she would feel really bad if you died. Yeah. I'm thinking about her. She would be like, oh, God, maybe I should have recommended the... The sprinklers or something. Do you ever hear <laughs> sprinklers? You ever hear Action Park in New Jersey? That's yeah. like a famous uh, thing that got rebranded oh. a bunch of times. A bunch of people died there. That's yes, right. And I went there, and it was the most terrifying water slide I've ever been on. The whole thing, such a badass move. You know, like every water slide is painted like some version of green. Yeah. Uh, this one was just all black. It was jet <laughs> black, so you go down and on the water slide. No sunlight comes so in. There's no. So you stains. can't. <laughs> you can't feel you don't know where you're going and then all of a sudden it just shoots you out absolutely terrifying yeah it's yes. great i just want to i'm sorry that you almost drowned at the water park mm-hmm. my, on my first slide <laughs> on your first slide but also there's did you like, like march out afterwards I, i'm concerned about your like fight or flight response like you just got underwater and just gave up yeah <laughs> you just said i'll wait until i rise to the surface yeah. or but then when that didn't work, your instinct was to breathe in the water. That's like, it. You said 30 seconds, but we all know this is probably like six seconds. Right. It felt oh, like a while. I was. I mean, how long before the lifeguard gets in to check on you? 
It's got to be like. Well, when he saw you waiting in line, he probably was just perched. <laughs> right 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 I was. So you know, I <laughs> the part of me just wanted to be like, just let it happen. You know, just <laughs> don't don't bother. This is a you know this one. I don't want to because like then I walked out because after the 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 you know the, it's so it's so embarrassing. They keep these... asking you questions like, hey man, is there anybody here we should alert? And you're like, no, I came by myself. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> well. Time to go get a Cuban sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, did you go on any other slides after that? Yeah, I went on a shit ton of slides after oh, that. Okay. But I was a little, like, yeah, I walked away from the park and I was like, I was angry at them. I was angry at me. I was angry at the the the, um, the gift shop lady. I was angry at everyone. Everyone's fault but mine. And 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 but also mostly mine. I I over I immediately overestimated my abilities when I went into that. Because I did you you need to know when you're going to exit from a drop so you can take in that deep enough breath. Because otherwise you're just like breathing like normal. Well, I once was in Action Park going down this massive water slide where you're supposed to have a mat. I mean, it, it felt like a yeah. big it was like a river. It felt like you should be in a tube. And I was going down it and I asked the guy and I looked up and I was like Hey man, do I have to like cross my arms mm-hmm. or feet? And he yeah. just went, dude, whatever. And he pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and someone that day broke their arm on that ride. Yeah. Like it's just like that's like the yeah, the long history of that park. It's that's so good. It's the definition of people I who I love when people shit. that are supposed to keep you safe are just like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> just go, we got a line. Go. Hey, nerd, move. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then I did a another slide with one of those mats where you're supposed to, and then and then the instructions are like they don't tell it to you. I, if thank God I glanced at this like little sign that shows like a tiny little print of like how you're supposed to hold it. So I'm holding this thing going down, and it's it's like whipping you around these turns, and the mat flies out from underneath me, and I'm like, this ride is meant to be ridden with a mat. I'm not gonna lose this fucking thing. So I kind of like grabbed it and kind of hunched over like. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like holding on for dear life for this fucking man. I'm like humping this thing so hard, and finally I get down to the bottom. I'm like that wasn't that fun either. Then I finally did a, a ride that was pretty fun. And I had okay. a good time, yeah. And then I spent the rest of the day on the lazy river, and I posted some of that shit on Instagram. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. You, that's you. Finally got to the age appropriate ride. Yeah, it's hard to drive the lazy there. river. Also, lazy the, river. also <laughs> the lazy river. I was impressed. I was like, oh, Maddox's phone is waterproof. He's mm-hmm. going underneath the waterfalls. Oh, I was like, oh, very impressive. Yeah. Okay. I did not give a fuck. And then they have this thing at the park too. This is kind of cool. But they yeah, have you, you didn't really give a fuck when you almost drowned. Yeah. Well, I sure didn't. Uh, <laughs> then they have this thing at the park. They have this like, uh, it's called the Tapu Tapu, uh, and I think it's just supposed to be tap. The, like a tap wristwatch or whatever okay. that you wear. Oh, oh. On that date, you use that to buy everything? You can use that to, yeah, you can use that to buy some things, and you can also use it to um, check you in in line. It's a really good system. So yeah. you check yourself in, oh. and then you come back. It tells you when your time is up, oh, bit, I like when this. you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. So I did this, and then I, I was on that lazy river ride, like Instagramming and being a little smart ass, like po- sending shit to everyone. <laughs> and I got sprayed like, this this there's like this giant Easter Island head that sprays water at you, and I I looked at this thing and it's not doing anything until I pass and it starts spraying water all over me and I'm, and I look at it as, as I pass and it stops. I'm like, what the fuck is that? How's that? How did it know I'm there? Is there a camera or something nearby? Then as I get up out of the lazy river, I go up on top of this bridge and I find out that it's people controlling that thing. So some motherfucker oh. saw me on my cell phone and just like immediately started spraying. <laughs> I would too. Like, yeah. You would do the oh, same thing. I would do the same thing you to me. You saw a guy in a lazy river on his phone be like, yeah. fuck this guy. He would right. look through his friend. He's like, hey, this guy can't swim. Watch this. And yeah. Try and, to knock and, you off the. 
I got up, and then when I got up there, it was um, there was like this pregnant lady with a with a child who was spraying people going by. She, I'm like, what are you? Oh, that's how you control it. She goes, yeah, I can't really get in the water with my baby, so I just spray people all day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yeah, good for you, bully. Speaking <laughs> yeah, of right. speaking of bullshit hobbies, uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Into... we should get yeah we should get to the topic of the debate. But also, I have. A fan gift. I, I, you know, I'll open it up now just before the debate. Okay. Uh, since this is already top-heavy, fuck it. This is a gift I got from a longtime listener, Angela. Uh, let me read this. It came with a note, too. Ooh. This is so weird. I didn't know people were allowed to not send you beef jerky or hot sauce. This is not beef jerky or hot sauce. Well, she did send uh, hot sauce around Christmas time. All right, then. Yeah. So I got this gift a little while ago, and I did not around Christmas, but like just after I think. <laughs> it's been sitting in my uh, my uh, PO box, but it's a painting. Look at this! It's a painting of a book, and it's got like a bunch of like stars and stuff coming out. And she says, "Maddox, she send a, a nice letter here." It says, "Maddox, this is the primary gift that I wanted to send you, but it took a little longer than I expected to finish. I saw this picture online and decided to paint it to symbolize the manliness and badass feeling that people get when they read any of your work." I really hope you like it, and thank you again for being such, excuse me, so for for being so nice when I went to California. Hope we can still keep in touch from time to time. From Angela, very cool, Angela. Thank you so much, Angela. Is a fan. She and her sister came to California, and kind of hit me up. And and um, I tell people sometimes, like you know, fans hit me up from time to time, and they want to meet up, grab a drink or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, we'll make this happen. And I happened to be going to a wedding near where they were staying, so we met up, and uh, very, very sweet, very sweet. Thank you, Angela. Such a cool gift. Beautiful thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, looks good. That's yeah. really cool. That's and there's it's a book with like nothing in it, so it's like, is that your you next know, one? You. <laughs> Red, hold is on. that something that you like? <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch windows to get to my fucking buzzer drive, Mary. <laughs> Treadmill throwing like haymakers across the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, no, no more background picture, Dreadmere. Oh. <laughs> I changed it to myself. Sorry, I still got Ron. <laughs> Postlos in the chat room says, nice painting. Thank you, Postlos. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, thank you, Angela. Very, very cool. Uh, also, I should mention in Orlando, I met up with some fans uh, to grab some drinks. Uh-huh. We went to a really cool tiki bar. And and uh, yeah, this she she and her boyfriend took me to this uh, this bar near their house where um, she said, they pour you shots like they're full cups of alcohol. I'm like, are you kidding me? And we go to this place and it's like one shot. And, and we got we got two shots, two beers. The total came to $7. <gasps> just I'm great. Like, I'm like, how? how? <laughs> I always buy drinks whenever I'm out of God, town. Because I'm just like, there. just let me feel big for one night. Like, yeah. I got this round. Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, it's so like, cheap. Yeah. When we drink in Wilkes-Barre... Uh, my brother and I went out for uh, Christmas once. We got, uh, you know, he's, we were there at Christmas, went out to get some drinks. We got a large cheese pizza and like a large pitcher of like good, decent domestic beer. It was $11. Yeah. How's that? A pitcher of beer and a pizza. It's almost too cheap. Yeah, you, you too get cheap. Food you start to get a little suspicious. Yeah, you're like, yeah. where's the profit on right. this? I, uh, same thing happened in Omaha. I got like four beers and a shot and he was like, four fifty. I'm like, that's less How's, than a dollar what, per thing. Yeah. What's your rent? Yeah. What, how much is Right, they, are they paying you? Yeah. Like, I, it's just, are you okay? Are you, <laughs> are they keeping you here against your will, serving I, these very cheap drinks? Yeah, I put the money on the table on the counter and the guy like took it, came back and like gave me change and I'm, I'm still like looking at him in the face to see if he's getting this is a, like a bit or it's like a, a, I would, a candid camera show and he gives he just gives me his change and I walk away with the drinks I'm like ah fool I, went, right. <laughs> I once went uh, I did a college show in the middle of Montana once and went out for beers afterwards I bought a round for my buddy and I it came to 375 
for like, you know, two two nice beers. And then I just put down a five and just went, keep it. And the bartender went, you sure? <laughs> like, and I was like, wow, what's wow. going on here? Yeah. I've yeah. actually got another five in my pocket. Yeah. That yeah. really like, blows yeah, your mind. Right. What kind like, of abusive bartending situation is this where they don't get tips? Um, I also want to give a shout out to Jamie and Zach in Orlando. They bought all my drinks and food that night because because I get in my Uber. They're telling me like all the cool places to go where all the locals go in Orlando. I'm like, all right, yeah, I want to check this out. I show up. It's like a 30-minute Uber Yeah, ride. I just went to that locals-only water park. <laughs> <laughs> Almost died. I wasn't <laughs> experienced. I wanted to do something touristy, so I did that. And then I went up to meet with these guys. It's a 30-minute, $20 Uber ride. I get there, and she tells me the secret drink to order. It's called the Tiger Fucker off this, uh, this tiki bar called Aku Aku in Orlando. It's really cool. Check it out. And really good drink, by the way. So I ordered the Tiger Fucker, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool. I, I played it off like I'm a local because only locals order this drink. I reach into my pocket to, to pay to like open, my, open a tab and get drinks ready for them. Uh, when they show up, my credit cards are gone. Uh, I totally forgot them in my hotel room and my ID and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God, the biggest fucking deadbeat. And I text them. I'm like, listen, I'm such a deadbeat. I forgot <laughs> everything. They're like, we'll get you. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't just like drink on someone's tab all night. But they were so gracious and so generous. Thank you to Jamie and Zach. Did you lose it at the bottom of the pool when you almost drowned? N- no, I just left it in my swimming trunks uh, back in my apartment. So, yeah. Anyway. I feel like, oh, I forgot my wallet is a pretty locals move. It's, a, it's something yeah. you gently don't do. <laughs> hey. like, yeah. Thank you, TJ. That's, that's what I like. All right, guys, we should get to the debate. This is a very top-heavy show. Uh, I'll definitely put, be putting the timestamp. Guys, again, go to madcastmedia.com to vote on these debates. We'll be putting the time code on there. And then watch live on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit the bell. But we should talk about the debate this week, which is what's the most bullshit-ass hobby for your bullshit-ass life? We've got four choices that you can vote on. Uh, TJ, uh, before we begin, I want to hear everyone's buzzers. Here's what mine sounds like. And TJ? Dreadmere. Wrong! And Ron. There it is. If you hear a buzzer during this debate from anyone, that means we're just chiming in or we have an interjection or we want to point out a logical fallacy because you know there will be a ton in the hobby debate. Uh, But Dreadmere, as our deputy moderator, what is your pick? Um, I'm going to say gearheads. Gearheads. Yeah. Okay. Right, what's right, a, right. What's a what's a gearhead? Uh, so like people who are like super into like modding cars or like I don't know. It's it, it's kind of in my mind it's more expansive than just like the car scene. Like people who are like into land sailing and doing all this shit. Like I'm sure if I did it, it'd be fun to like pretend that I'm Mad Max and shit, you know. But at the same time, it's like all the preparation that goes into that. Like you got to know what kind of tools go for what, and if this breaks or like how to make this and like. They get into these conversations of like, oh, if you really want to supercharge this shit, it's like, yo, it's just like, I don't know. I can't spend that much time like thinking about cars and mechanics and all that kind of shit. Like, I like the fact that I bought a car that just takes me places and like, I don't want to do anything to it. I don't want to pay attention to it when I'm not in it. You know what I mean? Like, I I never understood people who just like buy their cars and then they drive up to like an empty parking lot with their friends and take pictures with it and lay on it or whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just not that guy. Like, I'm just not into it. Dreadmere. You are correct. Oh, shit. That's uh, the first <laughs> time. You won. He's we ever, talked yeah. about this, uh, TJ, too. Uh, car mods, gearheads, uh, that sort of thing before the show. Um, I'll tell you why it annoys me personally. Because one of my longtime closest friends is one of these guys. Oh, yeah. Like a gearhead car mod guy, but like about Camaros. And we give him so much shit. But he, these people take so much pride in taking their cars, their souped up modded cars down to the track and being like, yeah, I uh, my Honda Civic can totally beat a Porsche off the line 
might with this mod that I added to it. Yeah. And I'm like, so so clearly there's some kind of class element to it because you're you're comparing your your shitty Honda Civic to someone's Porsche 911. Um, do you think anyone who own, who can afford to own a Porsche gives a fuck about your Honda Civic? Yeah. Like whatever mo- whatever rinky dink bullshit ass mods that you did to your car, they could sell their car and buy three of them. Yeah. So you're like classist kind of like yeah, I I spent so little and I'm I can beat a Porsche off the line. It's like, but the guy who owns a Porsche doesn't give a fuck because right. he owns a Porsche. Also, what line? You know, like what, what world do you live in where you feel like, oh, you know, like if push came to shove, like I'd zero to 60 is that's a no, like, you know, you're not racing. You're not yeah. doing it. Yeah. There was you're, like, um, I brought that up to my cousin one time because he, he, he bought like a super expensive car and I was like, yeah, I think that's cool. But like, it, he's like, yeah, I can do all this racing stuff. I'm like, yeah, but when are you going to do that? And then he told me that there is a magazine advertisement for like this Mustang and there was like a bridge opening up, you know, how like they open for boats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and the bridge was open and the car was in front of it in the picture in the magazine and then it said like just knowing you can is enough or something like that mm. and i was and, and like that was his justification i'm like that's not enough like no. i don't like I don't, it's just not <laughs> i uh i hate it because one time i had a buddy who's like super into this kind of stuff and he's like hey do you want to go get mexican food and we got high and i'm like yeah absolutely <laughs> and then we get in the car and then he like turns the streets of los angeles into his own personal racetrack yeah where yeah. we're going down like fountain like a side yeah. road like yeah 55 miles an hour and he's like slamming on his brakes and we get to the restaurant in like a minute and a half (laughs) and i'm like i would have been fine with that taking five yeah like it's like it's it makes everything super dangerous and it makes everything fucking loud someone in the chat room said mention loud muffler douchebag yeah Yeah. Yeah. why does your hobby gotta fuck up my life (laughs) yep you know Mm -hmm. like i don't have to if i have to hear your hobby i'm not interested yeah Oh, yeah. Or if I have to hear about it, uh, yeah. yeah, right. My uh, my actually, my uh, good friend of mine was like kind of looking up some of this stuff jokingly, you know, figuring he was going to mod his like, 2014 Toyota Corolla, like a okay. real family yeah. sedan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like one of the th- things he was looking at, and this is this was a real catalog item that could be purchased for his specific make and model car, was a new seat that looked almost more like a gamer chair oh yeah yeah with the with the The like no the 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 double seat belt the harness oh Oh, yeah yeah the the x yeah so that that is a cool seat belt which is like because then but in that universe what you're planning for potentially is like the like would-be fatal car accident you're like tumbling down the middle of fountain on the way to the mexican restaurant but thank god you're (laughs) rocked into your seat but the rest of your family just have bouncing around on the inside (laughs) splattering on the ceiling and windows yeah but you're fucking locked in there like a jet it's all right yeah no okay right i saw like a tomato (laughs) i saw i saw like a poster or something like in my area for like a car show or something and it was like yeah you can you can bring your cars and everything but no coming in hot and no leaving hot and had all this car lingo but it, it was just it just made me think of it's just like people who they have all these engine mods and they love making all this noise and then they want to go to this car show and like there's like all these rules and it's like yeah don't start the engine like everybody it's just weird like any part of it like both the people who are for it and against it i hate all of it like <laughs> djbx in the chat room call this old man and then he said gamer chairs look like race seats not the other way around yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and here's that's, and, good, that's and, a good point and and he that's spelled fair. it 
G A Y M E R. Good one, good one, DJ BX. Very it's a hot nice. take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, you know, I do want to sit in a fucking race car bucket when I'm gaming. Of course, why yeah. wouldn't I? Yeah. I want to. You know, I'm 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 an e gamer. I'm an MLG MLG. <laughs> Wow. MLG streamer. I played the new uh, Toe Jam and Earl game. They, the developers uh, hit me up, and we've been like chatting, and they they hooked me up with an early release copy, so I did a stream of it. Oh, nice! So fucking cool. And uh, yeah, and they hit me up, and uh, I for the first like minute of the stream, I couldn't get my audio figured out. Turns out the problem was I wasn't wearing my lav mic. Uh, so, oh. <laughs> so I told people to clip it, and they're like, "Yeah, man, thanks for the MLG tips." And yeah, where are your lav mic? Anyway, also I was in a, a, a an Uber recently, and the guy, what what is that? Um, what is that very heavy station wagon? You know, it's like a Dodge station wagon. It's it's a Dodge, wagon. Dodge caravan? No, it's not a Dodge caravan. It's it's a wagon. Um, like pulled by horses? Dodge no, Ram? No. Yeah, it's a Dodge Ram. No, it's that's not a, a pickup truck. It's not the pickup truck. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's a it's a. I almost bought one of these a long time ago. But it anyway, he was in this wagon that looked really modified. It like it was cool when he got inside. It was cool, and I could tell he'd done something to it because it was driving differently. It felt like it had more power. And I found out, of course, he was a he was a gearhead. Nicest guy. Anyway, he told me the story how he ran into like Jay Leno in a grocery store, which Jay Leno he's a is a car guy. He's a huge car guy. Yeah. And they started talking about cars and this guy was telling him, he's just like, you know, comes from a modest background. He drives Lyft or Uber or whatever. He's telling him about his wife and he's got this like junked car, like a 72 Camaro or something in his, in his lawn. And Jay Leno's like really interested in this guy's car. And the guy's like, uh, Jay, Jay's like, well, do you want to sell it? And the guy, the guy's like, no, I can't sell that thing. Jay goes, right answer. He goes, you know what? Take it to my mechanic. I'll pay for everything. You get that Whoa. thing. Yeah. So Jay Leno, he was just telling me the story, and this isn't like even a big public story, but this guy took his car to Jay Leno's mechanic and and took care of everything for him. Yeah, Holy shit. I've, I've yeah. heard that. Like, I think maybe I'm remember, remembering this wrong, but I think Jay Leno has like a parking garage, as in like levels of cars yeah. that he has. He has that many cars that it's like yeah, like dozens of cars. Yeah, Do- yeah. dozens. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Like, like that's insane. He's like to me. six or seven cars. That's a lot of cars. A lot of cars can't even drive like at least one per week. Yeah. Yeah. You could drive one a day, and it would probably take him. Like I want to be like that, but just for scooters. Yeah, I'm gonna be the Jay Leno of Ele- Jay Leno Electric? scooters, <laughs> scooters, yeah. razors, yeah. shit. Yeah, like, you could, like can you soup them up? Oh, totes, bro! I'm gonna put on See, spoilers so on all point. of them. That's my point. This goes beyond cars. I would still say that's stupid because you're buying all these scooters <laughs> and you're doing right. stuff to it. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I've I I have a dream. I have this beautiful, beautiful dream of you, Ron cruising down santa monica boulevard mm-hmm. with this and i don't know it's fluorescent you've it's got a paint job <laughs> yeah this, this lime scooter you've, got- you've just stolen one of the ones that you have the app and you pay for yeah. and there's like a giant motor on the back that you've somehow like fastened crudely onto it mm-hmm. and it's loud as fuck yep and you've also got a huge stereo system yeah and i'm so wearing my girlfriend like a backpack <laughs> right absolutely and the shirt that says if you can if read, you this, read this the bitch, bitch fell fell off. Off. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. um which is which is like appropriate for the guys or girls if you and think then my it. girlfriend has a, a t-shirt that says if you could read this fuck you <laughs> you know <and> i <laughs> That'd be such a great shirt. It's, gonna be, it's, just, it's so aggressive. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm also thinking about that shirt too, because like I remember for the first time I saw it, I'm like, "That's a funny shirt." But then I'm thinking like the type of woman who'd be down for right. riding a motorcycle with that. Yeah, you wear that shirt. Put that on. Yeah. 
the That's bitch uh, felt like you're you're i feel you're, like the kind of guy who has that shirt isn't in a relationship <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 well you know what like, when you're uh when you're riding that hog you're in the relationship right. with the road nice yeah we uh i want a head thing to say <laughs> There's like maybe a tragic version of that shirt that's like, if you can read this, my partner died in a horrible oh. motorcycle accident. <laughs> yeah, that's the real version. Please, please signal me because my partner fell off and I need to right. really concerned. No, no. I need this help. Where and is she? Where is she? And then it's like, please don't text and drive. Yeah. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> please drive responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> Be gentle, breaking the news. All right. Well, good choice, Dreadmere. Ron, what's your pick? Uh, I think my pick for. Uh, the most bullshit ass hobby for your bullshit ass life is yeah. uh, people who slackline in parks. Okay. What is what is slacklining, Ron? Because I know Slack, what it is. Here's the thing: like I, you know, I, I typically am like, you do you. You know, if you're into something, you have a passion. That's great. May not be me, but good for you. But there's something about the slacklining where it is when people put these ropes around trees, and there's like kind of a tightrope in between the trees, and then they just tightrope back and forth on it and they like try and balance themselves on it and typically they'll also do these weird yoga gymnastics things like kind of like almost like a like a hippie version of Cirque du Soleil yes you know we're like they're holding each other up and I don't know what it is they're always wearing the same kind of clothes Mm -hmm. like that kind of I don't know. It's probably from a brand called Patchouli. Like it's that kind of that world, and they're always there. And I don't know why, but there's something about it. When every time I see it, I just have the world's biggest eye roll. Yeah. And I'm like, real. That's your big hobby. That's your hobby. You're gonna go to the park and slack all day, yeah, bro. Fuck up our trees. You don't slack. Uh, and also, like the brand of clothing, like their logo always looks like an astrological symbol. Yeah. Like it's just some right. some everybody's some fucking swirl. car has a coexist yeah. bumper sticker. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, it's fine, but man, I'm just like, that's where you do the line on the sand. But I think I'm gonna get into slacklining. Like you know what their poop tastes like because yeah. like it's full of quinoa or <laughs> I don't what? know why I'm angry. There are restaurants that would serve it. That would it's serve like their that. Poop. Yeah. It's, yeah. Maybe it's because like, full of superfood. Everyone who does it is so goddamn fit because you do have to have an amazing amount of core strength yeah. to do it. And yeah. maybe I'm just maybe it's jealousy that's oh, fueling this. But all I know is whenever I see it, <laughs> that's I yeah. get so mad. Well that's how I feel. Like if I saw well when I do see girls slacklining or doing like weird gymnastic stuff on Instagram, like that's what I think. I'm like, wow, that's pretty attractive. Like I would never do that, but like seeing that is like shows the girl's fit. You know, she wakes up early, she goes out, she has a thing that she likes to do. I know we're supposed to be talking shit about the hobbies, but uh I'm not. <laughs> you can come in defensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean right, like yeah. I, I kinda like the I kinda like the impression I get when I see people doing that. And the hemp seeds in her poop. <laughs> I just feel like there's also other ways of getting your core tight than like yeah, hanging up a line and like balancing on it. Yeah. I think that what, what's weird to me is I can't quite figure out like the balance between it being exercise and like you said, like Cirque du Soleil, like a, like a, like, do you win? Can you win slacklining? Like, it's at not what about point? Winning, man. Okay, it's, it, is it's that the ethos? Centered. It's, All right. It's also about the number of likes you get on Instagram. Um, the slackline thing, people like it's. There's only like, like, when are you done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get on the thing and you walk around a little, and maybe you try to sp- whatever you do. At what point is it like you balance? You've completed the routine. No. Like it's gymnastics or I, yeah. It's just it's so there's like two. There's three elements to it, right? There's the so-called fitness element, which is less than three percent of the reason they do it, and and then like you know the the uh, yoga element, you know that's like another like twenty percent. But then like showing off on Instagram is like it, eighty. It just seems percent. so ostentatious, yeah, and so like 
public Mm -hmm. and so big where I believe you should do your exercising in a dark corner. Yes. So no one can see you. Do it in shame. Like, don't show off so much. Because here's, it's like, there's two people. There's really hot fit chicks who do this sometimes. And that's the, that's what Dreadmere's, uh, you know, fantasizing about, which I get, you know, like, look, I, there you go. I got I hit the right button for once. Thank uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the really hot fit chick, and then there's like the yoga d bag with the uh, man bun. Yeah, you know, you, you should never see any fat slackliners. No, like they're all like these Greek gods. Like yeah. I want to see a fat piece of shit breaking the line. That's what I want to yeah. see. When I see all the kinds of people doing it, then I feel like it's. You know, yeah, we can really take back the the moniker of being a fat slacker. Yeah, you know, fat slacker. Yeah, this is a positive thing now. Slacker was like a very '90s pejorative. No one says slacker anymore. Slacker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I feel like gyms should also be kind of segregated, uh, but only when it comes to like fitness level. So I think you should have a part of the gym you work out when you first to get there to get fit, and then you get to work out as motivation. Oh like, yeah, and they're like, "Hey man, you get to work out over here now." Right? Yeah, yeah like a club or yeah. a bouncer, and he's just like, "Not yet." And maybe, <laughs> maybe the top of it, maybe the top line is is the slack people. Yeah, they're Ooh. all the way like on the second floor. You know, there's but only if two. If you're floors. gonna slack line, like just get, the thing is, it's like you're showing off, but then you're also only off the ground by like twelve inches. So yeah, let's maybe up w- this baby. Right. Let's insert an uh, element of danger. Yeah. Let's have some stairs. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you, you can balance. Oh, yeah. good for you. Okay. Get fucking well, twenty feet out. in the air. Yeah. Well, okay. Good, good choices. We got the gearheads. We've got slack lines. I've got to pick. Unless you're ready to go, TJ. You have um, one. Either order is fine you with want- me. Okay, TJ. What do you got? So I'm gonna get like kind of hyper specific with. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Like kind of young people doing what I consider old people hobbies and also in public. What I'm thinking of really specifically is being I was in a went to go see a movie the other day and um there was two couples and and one of the women, like, you know, you've got ten minutes before the show starts and everyone, you know, you're chatting about whatever. And she pulled out of a large bag, like most of a blanket that she was knitting. Oh, um, knitters. and knitters, knitters or public crocheters, Those people that damn knitters. Like, yeah. Rod, <laughs> moving into my yeah. neighborhood. Rod. Danger, danger, <laughs> really, Rod, really, yeah, my really got to enunciate yeah, right. this problem here. Okay? Wait, did you see, did you knitter. see that, that? That's like a knitter. thing now. Is that like that? Came, that was on Twitter the other day. Is that like the knitter community has been <laughs> facing backlash? <laughs> <laughs> the knitter community has been facing backlash because of racial. Um, like a lingo in their community like people like it was a thing on twitter Wait, for real yeah Wait, yeah you... that's like a thing that's happening where people are like using those jokes of, like what up my knitters and like oh yeah, like, like oh i thought that oh, was oh and the they're best. all white they're just all white people saying that I, oh, wow. maybe but like either way i think that's hilarious i wish there i wish that there were more communities like that where more words like that where you could just you make know a there's fucking, like a knitting group great. on facebook called knitters with attitude oh yeah yeah oh. <laughs> You know, there has to be. This, I this gotta whole go. topic. This, is... this whole topic is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I I thought I knew why I didn't like this, and it's just spiraled out of control. Yeah, good so one, TJ. Real but... good. Real... <laughs> yeah. What is it about? Is it is it like the? Oh, no. Do you feel like that they should just do it at home, or like you feel like is was it the public the, the act of the, knitting, the or was act... it the public uh, part of it? It definitely. I, I'm a little annoyed by it in general but when you were talking about the slackers that's what really made me think because this is it's an instagram it's like nobody's taking you're you're hoping somebody's taking a photo of you or taking notice that like oh isn't that quaint or isn't that quirky 
Yeah. They crocheting oh in public. You yeah, brought the like little so full of whimsy. Well, right, exactly, and you know, and it's usually it's like, like the people who knit yarn around trees. That's oh, when that you, is annoying. That's when you live. That's when you know you live in a very privileged neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's when people are knitting clothes for the trees. Yeah, yeah, that shit pisses me off. It's like you know what? You, you it's a step further from hugging the tree. Um, knitting. I only see knitting happen like in parks and stuff like that, which doesn't annoy me as much for some reason because like that's that is an appropriate place to knit is where you're like you know you're someplace where people can walk by you and ignore you but in a like um i would say on that level reading in bars for some reason really mm. annoys me because that is like okay fuck i'm kind of that guy oh tj you are so that guy with <laughs> God damn it and the vest and the face you're like oh i can see you read in bars huh yeah what, what, what book are you reading yeah oh it's just some faust <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you reading? Like real heady stuff, like intellectual, like fuck whales I mean, I, or alphabet of man. It's most, like that sort of mostly the highly intellectual. Yeah, yeah, okay. Never mind. I take that back. Then that's a good thing to read. Well, okay. Daytime or nighttime? Nighttime. Nighttime okay. reading in bars pisses me off. No, I think because I've seen people daytime reading and it because daytime reading in coffee shop doesn't piss me off. Yeah, it makes sense. And sometimes if you're having a drink during the daytime, I'm like, that looks really nice. Nighttime reading at a bar, I will give it to you because it's like people who play pool in bars that aren't meant to have pool plate in them. They just have yeah. a pool table. Yeah. Mm. It's not a pool hall. Right. It's just one pool table and the assholes who on a Saturday night are like, hey, we should fuck up everybody's night right now and play pool. Yeah. Wow, right. I'm that guy. Shit. Uh, you're, the, you're the pool guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, there's a bar I go to that has a pool table, but people are always on it, it feels like. I don't it's just know. anytime anybody's like, hey, Bro, can you you mind? I'm like, do you fucking mind? It's Saturday at 10 p.m. Right. Like, why are you playing pool right now yeah, when the bar you, is so full of people? Why did? Why are you here? Well, yeah, why aren't you with your knitters? Right? Is that why aren't you guys doing that? <laughs> All right, TJ, this very landmine prone uh, hobby of yours, uh, knitting. Uh, so, what is the? What would you say the the biggest issue is with this bullshit ass hobby for your bullshit? Wait, what hobby? hobby? Biggest issue with knitting? Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's right. With, knitting with is the hobby. Hey, knitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, what, what do you hate about those knitters, TJ? Don't, yeah. Don't, Listen, don't, TJ, you're in a safe place. <laughs> Sorry, I'm okay. okay. What do you hate about knitting? It's the it's the hobby, not the people who partake in the hobby that we have a problem yeah. with, right? I mean, I wanna like I'm not I'm not like anti blanket. You know what I mean? I like the finished product of, uh -huh. of knit goods. Uh yeah. I, I don't have it but um yeah, the that the reading at the bar at night aspect is like what drives me fucking nuts. And the big problem is I, I also feel like the, 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 the product that they're trying to make isn't for anybody. Yeah. Like it, and maybe I'm kind of drawing false conclusions. They're just mean, saying, but they could be doing it for each other. Knitters sometimes <laughs> make products for, for like, cause other knitters appreciate the, the knit goods. So yeah, then, I mean, again, it's like you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, Was I'm, there a point? In I'm seeing. No, I'm seeing. A, I'm seeing a through line though with gearheads, with slacklining, with people who knit, with people who read in bars tonight. People it all is a very attention-seeking activity. Yeah. Like it, every single one of those, except for the maybe knitting in public. If we, you know, kind of subset it but every single one of those is is very look at me look at me look at me yeah and i think a, that's the thing that's pissing us all off there was a facebook video of this guy and it was like viral you know whatever that means on facebook and he was it was just because like he knits on the bus and he knits like everywhere he goes he's just knitting like this guy just doesn't like he just loves to knit and it, he was like a young like you know 20 year old guy like doing some pretty cool stuff but the fact that he knits was like what made it go viral and you know he has his two little sticks and he's doing it and it's, it's like it obviously does draw attention because you don't normally see that and so 
I, I like the hats and stuff that I get from it. So it's productive. I mean, my girlfriend does some. Uh, she does more like crochet work, right. and she's. Yeah done some like some pretty cool things oh really, you're dating a knitter so we really can funny be... yeah yeah no so i can totally well i, I mean i can totally ron can talk about people who knit people yeah who knit. she's more of a crocheter oh okay so you know like you know a little different i guess but no I, <laughs> you know uh if you if you crocheted ron we'd call you a brochure okay well okay, just wanna... yeah do you, i earned do, it do you want to show yourself out or... yeah i'll, just, <laughs> I'll take I'll over for the rest of the yeah I should have drowned. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered that pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So so knitting knitting is your is your bullshit ass hobby for bullshit ass life. Well, guys, I got I, I actually brought in two just in case. Oh, good. One. Oh, let's, let's I'll, I'll I'll tell you my my follow up my runner up my runner up because we've already kind of talked about this so with uh, Caitlin Hall a long time ago on the show, but it is. Music festivals. I think that's a bullshit ass hobby. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. Damn, that's a good one. Bullshit ass mm. hobby. Music festivals because that like it takes over your whole fucking life. It's yeah. it's like what you're about, and then just when you think it's over, thank God we've got this like big torrent of Instagram photos and Facebook posts and shit. Then the next one comes along, and then it's Burning Man. It never fucking ends with these festivals, and then it's Coachella. And now and I used to think it was just like the three or four days during Coachella where you had to kind of like hold your breath and wait and endure for this these this bullshit ass posts but now it's like oh the lineup's been announced oh now the second lineup has been announced now we're going to talk about that for a week and now the lineup has been changed oh someone dropped out it never fucking ends with these festivals and it just goes from one to one but that's not my choice my my <laughs> my pick <laughs> Jeez, honorary men yeah my honorary that was my phone there yeah we're to talk about i know that. that was my runner up but we can still talk and you know i'll let you guys decide which one mine is wine tasting wine tasting nice because that's one of those things kate because every one of your guys's bullshit ass hobbies is like look at me right Wine tasting is like, listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They love telling you about their hobby of wine tasting. And they are just insufferable to go drinking with. Because you can't just order any fucking cheap ass wine. The cheapest wine on the menu is always the best wine. Just get the cheapest wine. Always. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Dreadmere, (laughs) here we go. I don't know if I agree with that. I've had some... Some there seems to be a correlation between how good the wine tastes and how expensive it is. Yeah, my experience. Yeah, well, there's a, a shit ton of studies that prove you wrong. Every time I go wine tasting, I'm just like, yeah, this tastes good too. Yeah, it tastes good. It's right. like it's I mean, fine. The, the margin of error, like the the difference between the wine. The only way you could get a palate that sensitive to really detect the subtle differences between the wines is just to spend a whole fuck ton of money. A lot of people who are into wine tasting don't have kids. <laughs> that's no. what they get into it's when because you don't have no kids. one th- because no Drinking. one wants to no one wants to lay them like no one they can't ever have successful relationships or or uh friendships or you know no one can they're insufferable you can't be around these people how you do wine hangovers consistently is like i'm gonna do wine like i was like it's just i get i don't know well so so wine is like one of those things where it's like yeah if somebody's doing it and they're kind of like bringing it to you like oh look like i'm a wine guy like i'm gonna tell you all this shit and they're like you know it's like i don't really care but if i was on a date and like i'm with a girl and and we're drinking and she's asking me how i like it and then i start throwing some like oaky 
no. you know, cherry flavored things in there, you know, just off the cuff. It may, it's impressive. Like it's, it sounds it's like, you know what you're talking idiots. about. You're dating idiots, Dreadmere. That's what the problem well, yeah, is. Yeah, that's a, that's, just, boom. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Called you it's like heart. everything has to taste like it came out of an oak barrel. Oh God. You know? Hey, you know, here's the thing. I realized a while ago, there's three types of wines. Okay. There's your, your sweet wines, which are bullshit. Uh, that's for chicks. And then you've got your dry wines. All right. Which are also gross. And, and then not you got, dry. Non-dry wines. What? Well, and not dry. And not dry. Because they're wine. What? Wine's not dry. No, no. But the, one, the one where like you drink and it's like, oh, it's a dry, dry wine. Dry after your, finish. Yeah, yeah, it makes your tongue, like, it makes yeah. it feel like you got uh-huh. cotton mouth and I hate it. Yeah. So there's three types of wines and I like the ones that aren't those other two. The sweet ones and I, I don't like the sweet ones and I don't like the dry ones. The other one, which is the rest of wine, is fine. And and uh, here's, the, <laughs> here's the thing I like. Here's the wine that I like, all right? I'm really into red blends. All this... Bullshit! They write on those little plaques with like the wines, like oh, it got eighty six points in Wine Magazine and Wine Connoisseur and Wine Aficionado, <laughs> like all these fucking like little things, and they're like oaky afternotes and uh, earthy tones and and like cinnamony and nutty, like it's all bullshit. That you can't have that many fucking flavors in a wine. I know you guys are just like it's just grapes. It's always just fucking grapes. <laughs> There's nothing in it but grapes. And if there was anything else, the FDA wouldn't let you fucking sell it. It's just grapes. So the only type of wine that actually has a complex flavor is a red blend because you're literally blending a bunch of different wines. So you take like three different wines that have all those like earthy tones and like woody notes, and then you're combining them. So anything that those, any characteristics those wines have now are a characteristic of your one blend. It and reminds that's a me of a. Uh... It reminds me when you're a kid and you go to 7-Eleven and you just decide to get soda from all the dispensers, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you're yeah. like, I'm just making a soda blend. Mm-hmm. What is, uh, what's sangria? Is that wine? I don't sangria know. is wine, orange juice, usually, uh, or, or cranberry juice, some kind of fruit juice, as well as uh, some fruit. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like I like that one. That, so. Sangria is delicious. Dreadmere, correct? Andrew? Yeah, sangria yeah. is like a super fast highway to get in fucking real trashed. Yeah, and there's <laughs> a lot quick. of it, too, for like yeah. a small amount of money. But yeah, I don't know. I like wines. Like, I don't really have a problem with people. I, I realize. So let me guess. Like, your your problems with it. So like confirmation bias, right? It's like if you buy it or if you spend more money, you're gonna think that you like it. Absolutely. And there's so many studies that show you that like the more you spend, the the better you think it is. But um, if you do a blind taste test with the exact same, like you get like the table yeah. wine mm-hmm. versus like the really expensive wine on the menu. It's like a 50-50. I think it it sounds like you'd hate the fact that a lot of our choices have the look at me element where your choice has the like like an egotistical element to it where it's just people who... Yeah, it's like when they buy wine, nobody can just drink wine and not talk about it. Mm-hmm. If you could just drink wine and nobody says a goddamn thing about it, yeah. that'd be great. But you always have to talk about the goddamn right. wine. Yeah, because <laughs> and it's your tongue is supposedly like this one part of your body that is so sophisticated. It's you have such a sophisticated palate you can taste things other people can't. Well, how come our eyes don't do that, shithead? How come our fucking ears don't do that? Yeah, there's like colorblind people, but that's like a very small minority of the population. <laughs> We're not all taste blind, dipshit. We can taste the same thing you're tasting you're just being an asshole about it and using yeah. more adjectives and how come after a whole night of drinking wine i end up licking an asshole you know it's like <laughs> right this is wine's fault yeah 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 well yeah but so it's not just about the taste though it's like i mean it is but but the taste it can be enhanced by by the everything the whole experience you know where you are who you're with and like a lot of these wine tasting like classes or or you know at bars if they have like a event like that yeah. like they, they they do a good job of, you know, like presenting it and talking about it and everybody partaking. And like, th- I think that it all together is what makes it sort of a, a hobby. It, it, insufferable. Insufferable. Yeah, it's well, a bullshit ass <laughs> hobby. 
bullshit ass people. I don't, I don't think there's any wine tasters at home alone being like, oh, or earthy, like to themselves. You know what I mean? I bet, like, they, I, I, I bet that, you know, you're right, Dreadmere, but I bet it's only because they're too busy sniffing their own socks. Like that's what the, <laughs> that's why they're not like talking about the wine at home because they're also like sniffing their own like socks and panties. They love to smell their own shit. They love it. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, man. These wine tasters, you, it never ends with them. And it's always about them lording their knowledge over you. Like, you know, imagine if there was, and, and there's way more wine tasters because they come up. It sounds like the, the wine time. taster made you feel stupid at one. <laughs> right. Like, right. You're really, nope. like, <laughs> never got over it. Yeah. Can you even swim, bro? It was a lifeguard, too. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> I was at a, I was at a, a Mediterranean restaurant one time, and it was like bring your own booze, right? Bring your own wine, whatever. I brought my favorite bottle of whatever. It's like this, you know, like eight dollar thing, and I I really liked it. The girl I was dating at the time really liked it. We brought it, and this this like girl's boyfriend was like, "Well, it needs to open up a bit." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "We just need to let it sit here and air for a little while. Oh, you know, it's a little." Yeah. I'm iterators. like, "I'm like, you motherfucker, you better fucking drink your wine right now. You know what? No more wine for you. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you to condescend to my fucking wine. It's just drink it. And who gives a shit?" And he like does the swirling thing. He sniffs it. He's like, "Oh." I'm like, <laughs> what are you, doing? you do have a lot of you know. There, I think wine tasting is you do look for the negative. Before you look for the positive, yeah, like you look for reasons why not to like something, right? Not like we're doing that right now, exactly. I was gonna say the irony about you know, yeah. just can't fucking shut, shut up, up about and... wine. Those motherfuckers don't know what they're saying. Yeah, we got uh, Olo in the chat room. He says, "I'm sure some troll already made a list of best wines to eat ass with." Oh, <laughs> oh there should be Ooh, an ass eater wine guy. Pairs nicely. Pairs guy. Yeah. Oh, is that your new book? It's the Ass Eater's <laughs> Wine Guide. Yeah. <laughs> what type of ass to eat? What type of wine to have with the What type of ass? That's kind of funny. And then you got the slack ass, too. <laughs> Just get, that, oh, that one should be something nutty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we should wrap this up. That's, that's the debate, guys. What is... The most bullshit ass hobby for your bullshit ass life. I love when we really get into stuff that matters. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel you know. like we did some good work. The hard hitting debates on this show last week was what is the perfect movie, which, which we're going to have the uh, results in just a minute, and we've got the haikus. I brought in four of the haikus. Okay, yeah, uh, this is exciting. Um, but uh, the choices this week are slackline. All right, slackline's a bullshit ass hobby. We've got the car mods or the gearheads, and we've got knitters and. <laughs> Knitting I, people who knit. I'm going to be we'll on a list after this for sure. Oh yeah, we all are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. well, <laughs> all going down together. Yeah. Um. <laughs> gosh, I'm not even going to say it. And then mine was wine tasting or wine tasters. Uh, that those are your choices, guys. Vote on MadcastMedia.com. We'll have the results of this week's debate next week. But we should have a recap of last week's debate right after our Babcock tip. Ron, what do you got for us? Well, guys, uh, this week I have a little tip I think you might like. It's a uh, a small thing, uh, but I think um, it's basically... It, I know I was going to do oral hygiene, but I forgot something so i'm gonna i'm gonna put that one on pause so this tip is for anybody who's looking to get into shape or basically more about goal uh, achieving goals so i had a goal i wanted to do 50 push-ups now i couldn't do 50 push-ups i couldn't even do 25 push-ups but i could do one push-up so i started one day and i did one push-up 
And then the next day I did two push-ups. And every single day I added one push-up. And you know what? I can now do 50 push-ups. Hey, Yay. that's pretty and great. It's And I did that for a bunch of aspects of my life where I started to feel like I couldn't do certain things. Like I was having really trouble getting into writing again. I just felt very stuck. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write for one minute. Because anybody can do, you can do it for one minute or you could do one rep, you know, or, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it for two minutes. And so it wasn't about the length of time I was doing it for. It was about the fact that I was forming a habit. So now it's like, it feels weird when I don't do pushups because I did it for 50 days in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now it's like, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I got to do my pushups. You do 50 in one set. Yeah, 51 set. That's fantastic. So, Ron, when uh, you were first telling me about this, you were, I think you were, at the time you were only like 20, 25 or so. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of progress in about a month, month and a half. Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, it, but I've realized like uh, uh, this whole, and there's a lot of stuff in like the personal development world that does like this, I forget what they call it, like these micro steps or yeah. baby steps yeah. or marginal return, or like very, but instead of focusing on these big grand things in your life, like if there's something you want to do, like just set an unbelievably achievable goal mm-hmm. because it's like it's so easy to do but yeah. it's also on the flip side of that is it's so easy not to do mm. so a lot of people go that route so just set something really small whether it's like one rep of an exercise one minute of running one minute of writing one one one, one of anything you want to do and then add on to it day after day and then by the time you get to around day 20 day 25 it's going to be a habit yeah. And then it's going to be so much easier to stick with it. And now it's like, now that I'm, it's part of my life, it's like, I like missed a couple of days now, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, it's fine. Cause like I go back to it yeah. now. It's just part of my routine. It's like, you're at that level so you can go back to it. Cause I was like that for a, a, a long time ago. I did, I kind of had this realization, but mine was like, I started with 10. I'm like, I know I can do 10. And so just little by little built up. To, from that point to where um, I think at my height I was at sixty five, mm, uh, and then damn. I like, yeah, and then I fell off for a little while. But now I'm back to back to to like fifty five or so. I do push ups every it's day. It's a yeah, you know, I just like to do push ups and sit ups. Just so if I didn't do anything that day, like well, at least I did push ups and sit ups. You know, because yeah. sometimes life gets in the way. I can't get in like yeah. a a run or like I can't like crush any puss. You guys know how it is, yeah. right? Well, I don't. So I don't have that problem. I, options. I, yeah, yeah, those are the two options. Run, crush, run, run yeah. and push crush. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that's I do. That's what I do. List looks like every day. It's like oh, ran. Nope, didn't crush, didn't, didn't crush any yeah. Yeah. So. That's how I work out. Yeah. It's a really weird gym. That's a, that's my core exercise. <laughs> Crushing that pee. Yeah, um, uh, yeah Maddox calls it slacklining. You're welcome for that tip. <laughs> oh, and I did want to mention, I have had some people sliding into my DMs. Oh, yeah. Giving me some listener tips, and I wanted to give a shout out to Wesley. Listen, I just want to encourage anybody... You're all welcome to slide into my DMs and give me your tip. I want I want to hear all your tips. But Wesley says, hey, uh, razors don't get dull from cutting our body hair. They get dull from corrosion. So by drying the blade on a towel after every shave and giving it a quick hone on your arm, a blade can last for months instead of weeks. Oh, no shit. And That's he also a really good tip. He also says uh, climbing stairs two at, a time, two at a time is an easy way to tone your glutes. Oh, fucking A. I do that naturally. And I also go downstairs two at a time, which is... You what? monster! Yeah. What? <laughs> I beat so many people when I I go down. Like you will not believe how much faster it is. Anyway, I think I'm just afraid of you. Me. Definitely were the coolest guy at the water park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Wesley, for sending that that to me. And anybody else, uh, follow me on on Instagram. Hey, Ron. And uh, honestly, I love hearing this type yeah. of stuff. Like it it makes my day. So if you have one, please leave us a voicemail or shoot me a message about it, and Great I'll say it tips. on there. 
Thank you, Ron. Great tips this week and uh, and every week. And I got a. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about the tongue. Oh yeah, I would love an update. We still have yeah. updates to do. Uh, we have the results of last week's debate, which was what is the perfect movie. We had four choices coming in. Deadline. This is fucking bullshit. Oh well, it's still bullshit, but a little, little less bullshit. Coming in dead last was your pick, Ron, King of Kong. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. That's a great yeah. movie. It's good. Followed by, and this is bullshit, The Thing. That was my pick. Yeah. Yeah. The Thing. You think The Thing is not a perfect movie? Yes. Well, you're fucking wrong. And then, <laughs> and then we had Get Out. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was our guest, uh, J. Todd Anderson's pick, Get Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Uh, with Jordan Peele. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I'll tell you why I gave that look in a second. You'll hear the fucking voicemails we got this week. And then coming in number one, the perfect movie was Groundhog Day. All right, you know what? We like okay. that movie. That's a good. Pick. I mean, it, I, I don't, I don't disagree with it. It yeah. is, a, it is a perfect movie. But Groundhog it's one of Day my favorites. is a perfect movie. Uh, and then we had some uh, runners up. I, I brought in some comments from Facebook, uh, some honorable mentions from Facebook. James Ford says 2001. Space Odyssey, Space Odyssey 2001. That is not a. It's perfect. bad. You got to edit a Sorry. lot of that movie out. Yeah, it's very boring. That's what people yeah. say. What makes it good is the long musical scores of space yeah. and shit, and like it's like three hours long. Yeah. And the only good part is at the end when he's like having that acid trip through space, or it looks like an acid trip, but he's like traveling. That's the that's the part where everyone's like, oh, this is what it was all for. And it's like I'll just watch this part on YouTube. Like why? Yeah. It's Whatever. so boring. That was like back in the seventies when people um, didn't have a choice in their entertainment. You know, so any director like could do these long, boring shots, and people are like, "Oh, that's a choice," and then we're gonna watch it because there's nothing fucking else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not anymore, dude. We got we're in the fucking YouTube generation. A thirty second video sometimes I get bored of. It. Yeah, like ten. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um. Then we got from uh, Chris Blizzard says, "I saw the devil." Really, really fantastic horror movie. I don't know it's that one. Very disturbing. It's this guy who um, <laughs> sounds great. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's a, real fucked up. It's a, it's about this like serial killer who like kills this guy's girlfriend. The guy like fucking loses it and he tracks a serial killer down. He's he he's like stalks the serial killer, catches him, and then like tortures him for the rest of the movie. And he brings him to the brink of death every time he edges with like mur- murder and brings him to the edge Med- of death. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good movie. And then uh, Rob Andrews says RoboCop, good movie. I don't know if it would be <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie, man. RoboCop? Yeah, and then James Salen says Dawn of the Dead remake. You know what, James? Remake. I I would agree with that. That's the one with um who's the director who did uh, uh um, Batman Forever or Batman meets Superman? Um Dan Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, no, Dan Snyder. Zach. Or Zach, Zach Snyder, yeah, 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 Zach yeah, Snyder, yeah. Dawn of the Dead remake was Dan really Snyder. good. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. No, I don't know, but yeah. I just love that you thought he was Dan. That's yeah, close. <laughs> and then Jordan McFly, and this one might be biased, but he says, Back to the Future. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. His last yeah. name's McFly. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like people, I feel yeah. like people need to get over that one. It's fine, it's fine, but, you know. I, let's, you know, let's I, went and saw, I went and saw Back to the Future in a movie theater. Um, they were showing it at the Egyptian a couple years ago. And I was like, yeah, I'll go see Back to the Future. I've seen it a ton of times. And I was like... Just seeing it on the big screen, I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot how big. Like, it is a perfect Hollywood summer blockbuster yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, it's a really, it's got I forgot how good it was. Yeah. And also, back to, did you see that thing they uh, released a while back about, um, they originally weren't going to cast Michael J. Fox as in Oh, yeah. Future. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. And they shot these scenes with this different, with this alternate actor. Uh, Eric, um, What's his name? He was, he was the dude in Mask uh, uh, with Cher Stoltz. Stoltz, yeah. Stoltz. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. They shot any, like a lot. Of you got to YouTube yeah. it. It's crazy yeah. how much of the movie they shot with him before they switched over to Michael J. How Fox. how fucking cool would it have been if they shot the entire movie with another actor? Like they just shot two versions of the movie, and then just like twenty years later, they released it 
as like kind of a what's that Berenstein Bear effect? The uh, yeah, like a Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like yeah, that movie with Michael J. Fox never existed. It was always with this actor. Yeah. Do you know how hard yeah. of a conversation that must have been? Be like, hey, Eric, can we talk oh. to you real quick? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're gonna let you go, and it's like, what? Do you, we've been shooting for months. What do you <laughs> yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. It's just not working out. The, it's just we, the problem is you're doing. Everything, and wrong. you know what sucks is he's absolutely like, every choice he's he made was is like, bad. He was like, you know what, like, oh, you think Michael J. Fox is gonna be better? Yeah, we'll see when the movie comes out, I know. and it becomes one of the greatest <laughs> movies, <laughs> and he is of catapulted. all time, yeah, yeah. super celebrity. Yeah. And the other thing that's crazy about that footage too is like they only changed him. They are like, sh- like it's, angle wise, shot for shot, yeah, exactly yeah. what they about reshot it. it. Yeah. Like, and you know, Doc Brown, like, like that Christopher Lloyd performance he, it's like he watched the old tape of him and soul like oh well i'll just do that again because mm-hmm. what i did was right he was just wrong that's gotta oh. gotta sting a little bit you know the, similarly just really quick because I've, I've been yeah. thinking about this a lot uh, i'm watching uh true detective i was uh, watched mm-hmm. that on hbo um with um what do you watch it in a bar at night no i'm reading <laughs> i don't have time for that i yeah mute that shit i've got books of course you're watching true detective <laughs> um um, oh god damn it! Now I'm spacing Bart. on his name. Who's the the guy that they dusted off for uh, to be Mahershala Ali's co lead dude from the Blade movies? He Wesley was Snipes? Wesley Snipes. No, 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 no. He's uh, the, the the white guy, the villain. Fuck! Now I'm spacing on his name. My point about him is um, he was originally cast, my understanding, to be the lead in Titanic, and had a similar thing where they were like, "Eh, you know what? Fuck off. We're gonna go with Leo." And so he has a whole life of looking back and being wow. like, oh. looking at Leonardo DiCaprio's could've career and be like, should've. "I could have been that boy on the boat." And that's like that's like losing a lottery ticket to yeah. somebody that was in line ahead of you or something, or they yeah, like right. in front of you, and then you got to see their billboards everywhere and on TV everywhere. That would fucking suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah at least Titanic. And he's still been like up. famous. He's had like a yeah. career, but you know, fine. yeah. Um, all right, we should get some voicemail. We're we're um, this is a long episode. Colin me- Farrell. Colin Farrell. Vince no, Vaughan. most more recent season. So season three. I don't know. Whatever. Well, guys. Um, this is a pretty packed episode, so uh, we should get to the voicemail. I may have to skip the news this week, just uh, just because it's a long one. But uh, we got a we got a voicemail here, Ron. This is uh, about your tongue scraping tip. Listen All right, yeah. lay it on me. Hey, I, I've got a shout out for your co-host Rod Blobcock regarding this <laughs> week's Blobcock hint uh, using a tongue scraper. I used to wake up every day with morning breath like I've been tongue punching a dog's fart box all night. But I swear to God, I'm not even joking. Uh, I bought a tongue scraper, I used it once, and my breath smells great. So, uh, thanks, Rod. That's another great blog cough tip. Um, go fuck yourselves. Great show. Uh, see you all in a couple of weeks. Okay. Hey, how about that, Rod? Look at that. Rod Blobcock. Blobcock, <laughs> yeah. If you subscribe to the Ron Blah Blob hits. Yeah, you you said you always get Rob, but have you ever gotten Blobcock? No, yeah, Blobcock. That's a new one. Uh-huh. I was talking to my friend who used to be a dental salesman. Yeah. And he was like, he used to sell oral beer or Philip Sonicare, whatever. Yeah. And he's like floss and all. And he's like, you know, the number one thing, though, that you should do that nobody does. He's like, if you want to take it to the next level. And I'm like, what? I know what you're going to say, but what is he's like, you got to get a tongue scraper. Uh-huh. And he was the one who's like, it's the thing that people don't do, but it's like makes the biggest difference. You know, so I always started uh, scraping my tongue just with like the brush and I felt like it did a pretty good job. But on the backside of my brush is already is like a built. Don't fucking snicker, TJ. That was- <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Tell me. Tell me how it's working. Yeah. 
To, it, it, so on the back of my my toothbrush was a little like texture, like for a tongue scraper thing. So I'm like, I'm gonna do that. And you know what? It got a little bit more, just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I will say, even the brush will probably do a good enough job. But I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm you know what, Ron? I'm going to Rod. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see this through. I'm going to buy a legit tongue scraper. Listen, for the amount of ass that you eat, you should <laughs> get a real tongue scraper. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll try it. I'll try getting a, tongue, a legit yeah. tongue scraper. You know what would be nice back. is actually do tongue scraping after a night of uh, wine tasting. Yeah, right. Yeah. You've yeah. got that nice deep red wino mouth. Just, yeah. It's gross, man. Don't do it in front of anybody else because it's, it's the grossest thing. Tannins and butthole, you know? Well, we got a uh, another voicemail. Um, I talked about like name dropping. Do you remember last week we talked about name dropping? Yes. Um, what was the context? You were talking about someone famous that you knew once. That wasn't the context, <laughs> Rod. Rod. Okay, well, anyway, we got a, <laughs> we got a voicemail. Ron Blah Blah. <laughs> the the Blobcock hint. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I think the best was at the end when he went, "Thanks, Rod." Yeah, <laughs> right. God damn it! You're Rod now. Yeah. Right. Um, here's a here's a voicemail. <laughs> this week, Maddox was all bagging on name dropping, but not five minutes earlier, he was all like, "Oh, uh, so I hang out a, a lot of the time with Academy Award winner Jordan Peele, and we used to play <laughs> oh, yeah. murder for hours and hours, and he would." Stare into my eyes and say such nice things about me. You're <laughs> such a goddamn hypocrite, Madam. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, but it was in context. Do you even fucking know what name dropping is and why it's annoying, shithead? <laughs> yeah, I think he just said why it was. No, it's annoying. <laughs> it's like if it just comes mm-hmm. up. You Double know? down. Double down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <but laughs> Who told you this, Jordan Peele? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I okay, got the great know, advice. If, yeah. you, if, you, if we're talking about Obama and someone at the table goes, "Oh, I met Obama once," I'm like, "Wow, that's interesting. Tell me more." But if we're just talking about wine tasting or ass eating and someone's like, oh, you know, I met Obama once. Uh, that would be different. That's name dropping in an annoying way. You can you can reference somebody who you're talking about. Listen, I can't help it if I just meet famous people all the time, okay? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry if uh, I just know a lot of famous people. You know what, Ron? I think we, we, this has happened once before, but... You can name drop Rod Blablock yeah. to all your friends. Uh... We got another voice. This guy sounds like he just discovered me. Listen to this. (laughs) Hey, Maddox. I just watched one of your videos, and I saw that you were bald. You're very angry. Um, I wondered, wondered, what do you think about the Armenian genocide? (laughs) What what do you think about how Google was saying that it wasn't real for a number of years, but now they confirm it? Thanks. And uh, also, what's your height? Thanks so much. Bye bye. What a weird fucking call. And why? What are you high, dipshit? What do you think about the Armenian genocide? What are you? What, I mean, what? let's not overthink this one. Yeah. Yes, he was very high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do one of these and one of these. Yeah, we got two, two in a row. Uh, and then we got one about you, Dreadmere. I saved these to bring in for you. Um. This is uh, about, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the things Dreadmere says on the show. Hey, Maddox. This is Ken from the shithole Houston. I just want to say it sounds like Maddox and fucking Ron are actually living in the real world where fucking Dreadmere is living in a land of unicorns and high ideas, but doesn't actually have any idea of how the world actually works. Well, all I have to do is buy the sidewalk in front of his house and he'll be stuck there because of property rights. Fuck you guys. Fuck everything. Fuck whales. 
Yeah. Wow. Did he did he listen to the episode like all the way? Because that was literally the point that I made in that episode is if you buy property around somebody's property so that they cannot leave their property, that is infringing their right. That is a, a, a violation of their rights. That's not whatever, man. He owned you, Dread. Yeah, he owned you. Why is that always you. the counter to, to property rights? I'll just buy everything around you. Now That's what? That's a thing that happens. That could not. That could never happen. In Malibu. Okay. Private homeowners are buying or saying that we own the beach now. Well, if you are allowing private homeowners to buy the entire fucking United States coast, guess what? We can't even have shipments coming to the United States anymore because you can't force anyone to put, right. you know. I don't know why it would all be. through the fucking Port of John, baby. Yeah, sorry. Is that how it happens, though? Every single, like, avenue along the coast is houses? It if probably they would. They could. If they could, they would. I don't Absolutely. think so. I guarantee. Why wouldn't you buy, like, as a real estate guy, why wouldn't you buy the entire U.S. coast? That's the most valuable property there. No, because all I hear from all of you guys is how the little guy can't compete with corporations, so we need the government to come in and give them an assistance. That's that's all. That's what you guys are always saying. It's the same thing with Dreadmere. all this shit. You guys are always saying like, like the the point is we yeah yeah you probably couldn't compete with a corporation in that sense or as quickly. So like a corporation would probably buy the coast and and therefore import export from that avenue and and it wouldn't be blocked off by homeowners. Like and 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 plus it would be kind of a violation of a lot of people's rights if like we couldn't trade with other countries because. Because they're blocking the property around our country. Like, that's basically the same thing. Dreadmere, I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Straw man. No one said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. There's an Irish caller all the way from Ireland. Listen to this. Hello, Lord Maddox. This is Dr. Tenninch, and I'm writing to you from <laughs> Northern Ireland. And would you believe I'm probably the only person you have who uh, isn't from Southern California? I've noticed that all of your guests are just Southern Californians who work in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Way to be diverse. I just yeah. wanted to let you know um, three things. First off, libraries. Libraries are the greatest thing ever. I go to my library about two or three times a week. I sit down, I write. It's quiet, it's pleasant. They have free cups of tea. You can get stuff printed, they have the internet, they have literally any book you'd ever want. Libraries are the top job, I don't know what you're talking about. I think we need to encourage more people to go to libraries, they're amazing. Second off, uh, people who live under the Hollywood sign, wise up, alright? Wise the fuck up, because I was at a place in the capital of Transylvania called Brazov, and they have a massive, huge sign there that's lit up at night, and it looks amazing. The Hollywood sign would look a hundred times better if it was clear and big and you could see it from all over the world of course it should be lit up well, there's gonna be lights in my face uh, screw those people screw those people right in the arse and the third thing I wanted to say was I only very recently found out what Lucky Charms were you know the little the, uh, uh, cereal I guess I've never eaten them or seen them anywhere or anything else like that but um, I wanted in honor of St. Patrick's Day you might be able to do a debate where you talk about are Lucky Charms racist and is it okay to be racist against the Irish? Just a couple of ideas for you, just to let you know. Like I said, I'm listening over here from Northern Ireland. Good to see you. Any questions you have about Europe? Anyway, thanks very much. Uh, keep the show up. Don't let Dreadmere on again. He's terrible. We have a word over here for him, and that is Armadon. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Good luck for Dr. Tenninch. Punch a Welshman or whatever. Yeah. How was that one also about me at the end? Yeah, he, he found a way to make it. Can I wait? Can I change my hobbies to libraries? Because that's stupid. That's why. Why library? library? Yeah, that's a dumb thing to do with your time. Always, every example. You don't. Why don't you like? <laughs> okay, I don't like libraries as a book author because they they rob us 
of oh of God, dollars. So stupid. Oh, so wow. dumb. Libraries also buy books. Yeah, one per thirty and people. And then people to read share. It. And there's lots of fucking libraries in the country. That's yeah, and it's problem. Cr- it's, hundreds and hundreds of sales, thousands upon thousands of wow. sales that otherwise wouldn't have been there. No. It are, is career dropping. People who go to libraries aren't buying your book anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, not because they can get it for fucking free. The library. Libraries are are uh, are book theft. That's what that that's what that is. I the, agree. The only the only books that libraries should carry are books that are out of print, uh, ten years or more, and no no modern books, no current books. Maybe like maybe one copy, but then they they uh, they re- they have to sell. They have to give it back to the bookstore, so people have to buy it again. I I knew in my heart of hearts that. Maddox would be the leader of some kind of Fahrenheit 451 scenario <laughs> one day. I just didn't know what it would look like. Think where it begins with uh, libraries are book prison. Or, you know, like, and, then, and then we have to close down all the prisons or whatever. Wait, explain the reference. Is that like they, uh, they burn, they burn burning, libraries? Book burning, man. Oh, really? Yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta take yeah. away all, yeah. all knowledge here. By, uh, yeah. I'm a fan of libraries. Well, I that's just... the point, is that they're not knowledge. Libraries don't give you knowledge anymore. It used to be that's where you can learn stuff, but now you can learn stuff right now. Like wherever you are, you can learn something. Yeah, but nobody you can also learn does. things at a library. <laughs> right. yeah. What can you community what? classes? Tell me what your it. library can tell me that Google can't. You can go take classes at the library in a variety of subjects. There's a lot and of there people teach you, and then you can also. They also just started in my local library. They also started a tool library, so now you could go. They're buying all these okay. kind of shared tools, so you could go there. Like, so I don't have to buy like I don't know. I don't even know what they're gonna have. Like, um, probably they're gonna have their own slacklining kit that I could check out. Go slackline in the park or whatever. People, people who say that, Dreadmere. People are like, uh, they also have what? 3D printers now. Go to yeah. the Altadena Library. You can actually use the 3D printer. That is cool. Which is tight. There, people were like Rent video games in the library <laughs> for all the different systems. It's like it's like GameStop, but like you know, GameStop, not GameStop. went out of business because nobody has physical video games. We download them; okay, they're not out of business. Um, <laughs> I still got an Xbox 360. I'm an old man. Okay, you okay, Ron? Correct, Redmere? No. Um, uh, yeah, you are an old man, and GameStop is not out of business. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> look, it was talking. Thank you for anyway. explaining the uh, the points you awarded. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to. You know, I want to clarify. Um, but the uh, the library thing. So. Here's the thing that people really undervalue about books is that books have so much more knowledge in them and they're so much better written than anything you find on the internet. And you say, well, I can find this stuff on the internet. You really can't. These The, the information knowledge that's in these books, if you go to books.google.com and search for the exact same phrase that you're going to search for on Google, but just do it through the book archive, you will find so much richer information, deeper knowledge actual research that goes back to the 1800s, 1700s, like what were those people saying? Because you're not going to fu- fucking find a blog that some uh, shithead with his, uh, with a, uh, shit in his diaper like wrote on some Zanga or the live I, journal or whatever. I think that is causing some controversy. The like books.google.com is that they're you know making all books available online they and are, then, but they they don't. They're not complete, and that's why libraries yeah. are so important. Because because the publishers pushed back against that, and they said, "Well, look, you're just this is our entire library and business model. If you if you're just posting the shit for free online, mm-hmm. we can't ever sell these books again." Um, and there's some books that are out of print that you're not gonna find on Google. You just won't find that knowledge or information on Google. But it obviously has the capacity to have these things. And well, it's sure, just but it, people that it's like the fact that it's on a physical piece of paper that's like papers that are binded together doesn't change anything you know what i mean and the fact that there's a place you can go to get it doesn't change anything these words can still be displayed to everybody much quicker than you driving to the library and reading a book with much more unnecessary information than the condensed form that some shithead put together for you on cliff notes which is 
also at the library. So it's like I'm just like all the stuff you could find online. Well, what's the yeah, but that you don't you, you can't. Um you say you can, but you really can't. Well, I'm like, it's you, not it's not complete. What yeah. what is the business model? You have to think about the business model. Like why is anyone going to be doing all this research and posting that online if they're not going to be able to, you know, m- like make some money from the time they spend into doing that. I mean, I guess like college kids and stuff who need to write a precise paper about something, but it's like, who cares about them? You know, like, fuck, like nobody wants to buy those books anyway. I mean, that, that in itself is a racket. When you go to fucking college and you have to buy all these fucking, spend $800 on books that the teachers, now they say like buying the book is optional because they realize you don't really need it. They say that knowing that you're probably not going to buy it or return it or whatever. It's it's dumb. I hate libraries. <laughs> Another strumming. Which teacher's saying it? Okay, we, we we can get out in the woods here. We got to wrap this up. Uh, one last voicemail. Uh, also, Dread Mirror mentions that you listen to this. Okay. Hello, Maddox. A few episodes ago, you brought up the hypothetical situation where a self-driving car has to decide whether to plow into five people or kill the driver, um, and proceeded to give Dread Mirror shit when he said the driver should be saved. Um, The problem with this made-up bullshit scenario is that if self-driving cars were programmed to kill the driver, Mm -hmm. nobody in their right fucking mind would step foot in a self-driving car. The entire industry of AI-controlled cars would flop, Mm -hmm. and we'd continue murdering each other manually driving our cars like we always have. Yeah. That said, if a self-driving car is perfectly programmed to account for all variables, like weather, road <laughs> conditions, traffic, vehicle maintenance, etc. The five people getting killed by the car probably jumped in front of it mm, and yeah. deserved to die. Yes, that's exactly really depends what on fucking context, happened though, in the thing which that you don't really seem happen. to understand when making your hyperbolic arguments. Mm. Yeah. Fuck Wills. That, that guy makes a lot of sense. I don't know why you're playing the dumb music. That <laughs> And besides, that's I didn't not say even... that was the dumb music. It was just uh, some music that happened to be playing on the voicemail. And that's and you know that's that's not uh, that's he probably jumped in front of the car. <laughs> yeah, well, a they, whole group. Well, they would have to because that's not even how programming works. You don't program thinking of every possible like like every conceivable scenario that could happen. Any like any amount of people in any situation. That's not how programming works. It programming is what's the most likely thing that that could happen while operating this vehicle. No, it's a yeah, mental, absolutely not. It's just a mental exercise. There is no right answer. It's just what do you value. Right. That's what the, the point of the exercise that, it is. is. A, it is an ethical debate. But it, it, programming, I used to be a programmer, Dredd. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'll tell oh, you. Oh, there you we do. go. Name dropping again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, career dropping. I used All to right. program uh, Key and Peel. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm fucking tired of this shit. Uh, <laughs> TJ, TJ, where can people find you? Oh, find me on the internet. TJ Peters, uh, Twitter at T Peters. Look me up on Medium. I'm doing a lot of writing on there these days. Great. And Dreadmere? Of course you uh, are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? What if I could drink in the library? Then I could check okay. so many boxes. At yeah. night. Right. At night. Oh, okay. keep late night hours at the library. I'll get fucking oh, wine drunk and eat asshole and Maybe read I'll knit a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you could slackline out Total front. package. Yeah, that's... Uh, Oh my gosh, drink wine in the library and then talk about it the yeah, whole time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking read a book about it while I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Dreadmere, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, everything at Dreadmere, D R E A D M E R E. Very well. And Ron? Uh, hey, Ron on Instagram and at Ron Babcock on Twitter. And I'm Maddox Rules on Twitter and I think Real Maddox on Instagram. <laughs> I, yeah, it's <laughs> Real Maddox on Instagram. Follow me there. Thank you guys for the submissions. Oh, we didn't even read the uh, the haikus. Real quick, uh, we got oh, yeah, just yeah. a minute. Yeah. So I had the contest last week for the people who submitted the best haiku would win a copy of the Big Lebowski book, the, the mm-hmm. storyboard book from uh, J. Todd Anderson. 
And I got four of them. The okay. first one is from Olo. Olo, uh, longtime friend of the show, very talented dude, love the guy. He says, first line, haikus are bullshit. And so are the fucking whales. Now hand me the book. All right. I like it. Pretty, Direct. Yeah, pretty good. I do like that, and it appeals to Kind of written in the tone of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, Miguelito Cherombre says, penis, penis, pen, is, penis, penis, <laughs> penis, 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 wang. Uh-huh. Ooh, also yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Also fits the tone of the show. Yes, yeah. Yes. Got a twist ending, too. Um, yeah. Gustavo Mendez says, giving the good tips, your name escapes me again, Ron Rob, Rod, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's the winner for me. All right, pretty good. And this one says, welcome to the best debate in the universe. I'm your host, Maddox. That's a haiku? <laughs> and, and I actually counted and... out the syllables. It's a perfect haiku. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, What if you've just been speaking in haiku like your entire life and you had no idea? Yeah, everything. Ooh. everything. I, Those I, are I, all... Uh, much better than I thought they were going Pretty to be. Pretty solid, yeah. yeah. And I, that's not even all of them. I just brought in the uh, the top ones. Those are one. the all-stars. Yeah, yeah, the all-stars. I really like uh, Andrew Seabright's. That one's pretty good. Which um, one was that one? The, the welcome to the best. That's just the intro to the mm-hmm. show. Pretty solid. Well, we'll have the results in a future episode, but we should wrap this up. we got to get Ron out of here. You're going to a wedding. Got to go to a wedding, guys. Yep. Got to go watch two people profess their love. Yeah. Oh, nice. Man. I don't know which is like it's it's like that or wine tastings yeah, like that's or, an insufferable hobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get it married. Oh man, man, you guys are all gonna die alone. Okay, have a good day. Well, thank you, thank you again, TJ Peters. Welcome back to the show, Deputy Moderator Dreadmere. Yeah. Thank you to the Rear Admiral of Tangents, Ron Maddox. Thank you, Maddox. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, it's me again. Uh, I've got another shout-out for my boy Rod Blobcock uh, about this tongue scraper tip. Uh, I used to have a pretty unimpressive pecker. Uh, we're talking two inches on a good day. But I swear to God, I-, I bought this tongue scraper. I used it once. And I don't know what it is, but now I'm hefting around this 10-incher in my undercarriage. I don't know how this works, man, but it's great. So thanks again to you, Rod. You the man. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I didn't realize that was connected that way because my pecker is a tongue scraper. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.